Jerks in the Fourth Row, back with yet another episode in 2022. Join with me, as always, coming to you virtually from Gosstown. Tim, what's going on? Hey, yo, 2022, it's going to be good for you. <laughs> that is that our catchphrase <laughs> for the year? All right. What are we talking about today, Doug? We're talking about shows that got canceled either too soon or shows that we just wish we'd get a reboot. Yes. So this is shows that we have watched that maybe uh, left us hanging or left us wanting more. Would, would you say that's like a, a good breakdown of what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah. I mean, we're essentially going to be talk, you know, digging up some old shows that only for some reason got, you know, and essentially speculating on, we're going to speculate as to why they didn't get, you know, re- renewed for we're looking at shows that are like one or two seasons long. Okay. Well, then I disobeyed those rules because I've got a few that I wish kept going that might have gotten into further seasons than that. But I, I get, the, I think we get the premise here, right? Like, yeah. so I think what we're going to do is figure out, you know, I think Tim and I, we don't really necessarily have a top five or to, even top 10. I think we're just going to kind of go show by show. I'll do one. He does one. And then we'll try to figure out, you know, what the future of that show looks like or if there if there is any. We'll talk about whether we want a reboot or if we want uh, or if or if we're satisfied with just the, the a brief amount of episodes that we ended up getting from a show. So, uh, Doug, why don't you start off with with your first one? Well, I feel like what inspired this whole thing was recently I thought about uh, Doggy Fizzle Televizzle. <laughs> Which was Snoop Dogg's uh, so, uh, sketch comedy show. Th- so this episode is thanks to Snoop Dogg. Thank- yeah. thanks to- <laughs> All right, whatever sparks ideas, Dog. You've been coming with them lately, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say no. But if if Doggy so, Fizzle Televizzle is the reason why we're here, I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not mad about it. I mean, it was one season, right? Like, it was on MTV, and I'm pretty sure it was only one season. It was, yeah. It was just they could get Snoop Dogg for like eight weeks, and they just they just rolled with it, right? Like, but it, it like pre, it was very Chappelle Show style. Like it predated Chappelle Show, but it was like raunchy, you know, bit, you know, pretty, you know, like raunchy humor mixed with what, like sat- satirical skits. That's essentially what it was. But Snoop Dogg is is in every single one of them. Yeah, well, I think that that's kind of Snoop Dogg's nature. I don't know if he... I, I feel like he's had so many different shows where he's been like a football coach. He's been like, you know... A, uh, well, he, he, he's he does, such a he, great personality. Didn't he have know? like a poker show too where he like played poker? Like, I feel like he does like these little projects, gets bored with them, and then just kind of moves on to the next one. So I think Doggy Fizzle Televizzle was like just one of 20 of these that Snoop has had. But probably the most memorable for you by the sounds of things. I mean, they did like Ebony and Essence, which was basically a play on the Herbal Essences uh, commercials, which were very like, were overtly sexualized. Like their shampoo commercials, but they did one called Ebony and Essence, and they and the shampoo bottle basically looked like just a, a giant uh, member. Uh, and it is, it, but it was like a little bit more of a, a hardcore. Anyways, let's not get too far into it, but I will, you'll have to look up the sketch. I remember. Uh, anyway. No, I remember. I would have never remembered it unless you didn't bring it up right here and there, but or right he here, was, right now. But he's hilarious. Like in yeah, but it was like totally influenced by hip hop culture and was you know wicked over sexualized. You know, talking you know back in those days, hip hop was a lot about 
bitches, hoes, drugs, party, you know what I mean? Like, well, but Snoop Dogg, like, was kind of, like, he, he has evolved now where he's just, like, a softie now. You know, back in the day, he wanted to be that gangbanger. I think this was part of, like, his transition into becoming, you know, that goofy guy who walks down the beach and hands people Coronas now. Like, that's that's what Snoop Dogg's doing now in commercials. Like, this is part, oh, yeah. this is part of his evolution or, or what's the opposite? He's kept he's kept his his flow and his style throughout it all. Like I I feel like although he's like wealthy and like totally far from where he came from, he still kept like his style his flow. So my my pitch for Doggy Fizzle, Televizzle is if he were to like segue that into almost like a Conan O'Brien type late night show. So Doggy Fizzle Televizzle is like a uh, a talk show where he does like sketches and he has like some of his boys and some of his like you know and he has yeah. guests and stuff like I, 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 I totally want that. I'd watch it I'd watch it but I'm just I'd be ready for it to be short lived just like everything else Snoop Dogg has done but I mean these days with the way that you know with two guys like us can make you know videos or, or podcasts or whatever like all you'd have to do is have legit camera set up and hit play and do it you know what I mean yeah. like I would totally tune in to Snoop Dogg's like nightly sketch comedy show or, you know, maybe like weekly or something like that. As anyways, would, as would I. All right. So my, my vote is for a, re- a reboot. Sure. I'm with you. I'll vote for that too. Um, I've got one. I don't know if you ever saw this, this show. It was called The Night Of. It was an HBO show. Um, oh, yeah. No, that's a great, that's a great call. Yeah. That's a, really um, a short series, but the way that they left it, and I mean, they couldn't. There's. I don't think there's any way they could do a reboot. The way that they left it was, um, the main character was, um, you know, was ruled guilty, and then he was just trying to. the The second season was leading up, or the way that they left it is, the second season was going to be how he navigated the prison yard, and how he mm-hmm. ne- and he was meeting up with. And I don't remember the character's name, but it was Omar from The Wire, and ne- since then. Omar has died. Omar has died in real life. His character, Michael something or other, has died in real life. So I don't think that there will ever be a a reboot unless they could replace his character, which if they did, then it would just be lacking. Uh, But that one kind of left me hanging, especially since it's set up. A lot of these short series, I get it. Like, they're they're meant to end. This one was not meant to end. It had a ton of good actors in it and actresses, and it just never, never took off for a second season. But the night of the concept for all those who don't know it is essentially the whole series takes place um, uh, in a kind of in an in, um, interrogation room, and the you know it's it's goes throughout this night and this murder happens and somehow this kid is involved and it's essentially the whole show is breaking through the uh, the whole sequence of events. John Turturro is the yeah. the detective yep. is really good. And he's got like um, all this I'm, weird eczema and stuff, so he's got his own shit work, you know, going right. on. So, and like, but it's a really great way to, like, the, it could have been much like they did with True Detective, like that's like they repeated the style, like they could have taken on a different, um, a different case, but it's still the night of, yeah. And it's essentially they do it in that style. But you agree though, they were setting up for a second season that just never happened, right? Like. Um, I, I have to rewatch it. It's been a number of years. I remember I really liked it. I didn't get that feeling though at the end of it. I don't remember it being like, oh, I'm waiting for the second season. I didn't think so. There just didn't seem any closure and it seemed like he was just starting to build a relationship with like the main guy in the prison yard, which was Omar. Um, and 
And yeah, it just never went anywhere. Glad you said True Detective because that's my next one. True Detective, yeah. even did you have that on your list? Well, I have a, a I think a True Detective prequel to, with Rust and uh, Marty. Okay. So I think that so True Detective um, with McConaughey and Woody Harrelson was, was some of the best one season you can get. But then True Detective went on to take on different stories and they. The third one is actually decent, but it just doesn't hold up to the first season. And I think it's because they didn't have those two main characters. And my suggestion would be do the prequel where you go into um, Rust's early life undercover when he's, you know, you know, there's years that he always alludes to that he's down in Texas that and he was undercover. And like the two guys are interrogating. He's like, you still, those are still, you know, um, uh, classified. He's like, man, you guys don't know what's up. So, like, th- I think that would be cool. And then, you know, maybe tell a little bit more about Marty's life and somehow have their like stories minorly interconnect. Um, yeah. So, anyways, so I mean, that's a, that's a cool idea. Like, there's so much more left. Like, in between, like when the they were doing the flashbacks with that particular season, that that you could definitely even spin off of a spinoff. But I'm I'm saying. Just keep going with the seasons. Like, I know that season two and season three weren't as good. I don't think anything will ever be as good as season one. But I still liked what they were doing. Like, it was still in all within the same universe. You would see, like, paper, like, newspaper clips, you know, referring to past cases with different, you know, you would see, um, what's what's his name, you know, Woody Harrelson and Matt McConaughey, like, in different. So it was all in the same universe. I just, I would, I think that this would just be a great platform for artists wanting to do stuff like i know we've talked about on past podcasts like movie stars becoming tv like they could have made mayor of east town like one of the true detective series like this could have been in that realm and i just wish that the brand just kept going it might still there might be some stuff in the works like but i think season three was only like four years ago so they could bring this back up and keep it going Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's definitely a platform that I've enjoyed and, and has left me wanting more. And, and it feels like it's canceled because they haven't had a new one in, what, four four years or so. Yeah, the, again, the third one was, it was Robert Durst and – No, it's it, – Not no, Robert Steve, Durst, Stephen Dorff. Steve Dorff. Steve Dorff. Steve Dorf Robert and, Durst is from uh, the, uh, the Jinx, uh, who actually – he died recently in jail. Um, but anyways. Yeah. Um, uh, but why didn't it get continued? Uh, I, it's still could. I mean, it's, it's still, still could. It's, yeah. it's still could. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, as long as we're talking about would I want it to continue, The I think the answer is obviously yes. And I don't even think they'd have to do a reboot. They could just call it season four and just be like, well, oh, we always knew this was coming. Like, here it is. Um, because we're kind of in that era of the short series. And True Detective almost kind of kicked that off. You know what I mean? Like, it was... The first time two major, or one of one of the first times two major movie stars did a short series like that, um, and and now it seems like everyone's doing that. All right. So there are there are two series that I would agree that are, are very similar to that and have only had two or three seasons or one to three. So uh, one is an HBO series called The Outsider. Um, it's got Ben Mendelsohn and a few other major actors in it. Um, it's true crime mixed with partial partial sci-fi oh i would uh, say it's, i would say it's heavy sci-fi heavy but i don't yeah the, conceptually but not like in terms of like it's not people flying around on 
No, you know but I mean? no, like, but there's like this beast out there that is like a mythical creature type. Like, yeah, but you don't quite see it as that. I feel like it could be a man, like for you know. True. Okay. But that that and then there's another one with uh, our boy Bill Pullman, the Sinner. Um, have you watched the Sinner? I have. I have. That is, First season's f- fantastic. I've uh, I've enjoyed them all. I've I've liked all the seasons, but yeah. but I I think that there's there's still more to come with him as long as he yeah, can grow exactly. Up. As long as he can grow a quick beard, you know, and you know, get that get that long, perfect, greasy hair just right, then he's he's got plenty of seasons. It's the best thing he's ever done, uh, you know. Yeah. Other other than other than lead this country, uh, that's that's on par with um, par, in terms subject matter wise on par with True Detective, like yeah. in terms of what they're going for. It's like pretty obscure crimes with mystery elements and stuff like that, focusing in on you know the the. Yeah, the the detection aspect of it and kind of the piecing together of things, but but yeah, they're also the detectives always involved somehow. And speaking of detectives being involved in a show that I know we both want back is a sh- show called Mindhunter. Oh yeah, great uh, great segue there, by the way, Doug. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and it's a Netflix show, um, and we've talked about it before. Yeah, uh, it got two seasons and. Clearly, they were alluding to the show keep going, uh, continuing on. But I believe there's something in the production behind the scenes in production where they they're not continuing the show. Um, and man, if you haven't watched it, it's it is some of the I think some of the best stuff since True Detective. I mean, now it's a few a few years old, but but I, I really loved Mindhunter and wish it wish it would come back, especially. Again, the way that they they left a lot of stuff open with the BTK and the the uh, the serial killer, they were kind of alluding to whose story they were alluding to the whole time, and then they didn't wrap it up fully. So yeah, no, agreed, that, 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 agreed, and I just assumed that that one was like an Ozarks that just you know it takes two years to get a season out, whatever COVID's holding it up. So I was disappointed when you showed me that article or told me about that article that said it's just done. I mean, one of my favorite directors, if not my favorite director of all time, behind it, David Fincher. Like, it was just a cool, cool show, and with yeah. with with actors that I had never really seen before. So that that's what made it cool too. These are their original roles, like establishing roles that I'll remember them forever in. And yeah. they kind of yeah, I mean, now I'm just we're just kind of left hanging. You notice them in other stuff now, like you know, Bill Tench is in Fight Club, and he's in a couple other things, like. His name was Robert Polson. Like, oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. And but then yeah, he, he was the, he was a main character. He was never really like a main character that I can remember in anything else. Yeah. So, anyways, but no, I I see him to your point. I I see him elsewhere, and I say, oh, there's Tench, like because Bill Tench. Well, maybe that favorite. maybe he's a Fincher guy too, because Fight Club was Fincher. So maybe oh, maybe he just got go. a Fincher. Just he's a call guy for Fincher. And also, but if you haven't. Seen Holden, who's his character's the 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 younger one. He's in uh, Hamilton. Was my only the only part of Hamilton I liked. He plays King George, and he's like really good actually. Um, but that was the only part I liked to Hamilton, to be honest. Yeah, no, we've covered that on a, on another episode. So <laughs> I don't know the, if the, I mentioned him though. The very un, unpopular opinion, but I think we both. Well, actually, I, I still haven't seen it, so I can't even say wh- whether I do or don't like it. But um, all right, so I mean, obviously, I think you and I can both agree that we'd want Mine Hunters back. Uh, I'm going to flip the script a little bit and throw it back. I think we've been talking about modern 
uh, TV shows and series that we'd want. So this one throws back to the 90s. It might even be the 80s, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it's the 90s. And that's a show that you and I watched religiously with Hulk Hogan in it called Thunder in Paradise. <laughs> oh, man. What a thunder in paradise. Dude, I would totally watch that. Yes, reboot that shit. Now, okay, so we set it up. What It's Hulk Hogan and... It's this, and some, you know, just soap so, opera star. C-list, like, yeah. jughead, like... <laughs> And they have like a smart boat, like a Knight Rider it style. It is. It's night. It's Knight Rider with David Hasselhoff. Plug in Hulk and then just put it in the water. It's like this super smart boat that fights crime somehow. But it's limited oh. to aqua. <laughs> it's limited to the water, obviously. But it, the thing is like a tank and Knight Rider mixed together. It does everything. And it's in the water. And they're brothers. They're... <laughs> yeah, I remember one somehow like it was... Somehow Hulk ended up on a stretching rack and like his brother had to save him and then like the boat somehow was involved in saving like it, it it's made just no sense. It, yeah, it made no sense, but at like once an episode, you know, Thunder the the boat got to go into hyperdrive and then kick some criminal's ass, basically. But literally they would like they win they beat the criminal and then they'd go to the beach and like they'd just be babes in bikinis like right. at the end, like with stuff blowing up behind them. Great yes. show. Yeah. Great show. Yeah. I, actually, I, thought, I, I thought you were going to say, uh, I mean, God, we got to look up the other actor's name besides Hulk Hogan. I don't know. Sure if, I, if he walked into my house right now, I don't know if I'd recognize him. He was just a stand-in. I'm sure, he's, I'm t- I'm sure his name's like Tug Speedman or something <laughs> right, like that. Right, right. But, yeah, they just two buff dudes beating up people on the beach and driving a fast boat. I mean... Yeah. That package it up. I mean, it just needs I to be so. that simple. I, I think. Sign me up. I think that they made they they just had two seasons. I want to say. I think it was maybe tops. But I. Uh-huh. But you and I saw every single one. Okay. How about this? Pitch this. It's called Fast and Furious: Cold Thunder in Paradise. Oh. It's boom. Hulk Hogan, the the Rock, Vin Diesel. Uh, and somehow Statham's like driving the boat, or Statham's the voice of the boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's something like that. It's everything you. I mean, I think it's the same formula that Fast and Furious uses. So I mean, I'm I'm all in. Reboot it. Bring back Hulk. Bring back what's his name? Terry. Uh, Terry. Shivo? No, 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 no. God. <laughs> We're doing the name association. That tells you where era I grew up in. Terry Schiavo. Uh, it's killing You'll me. You'll have to Google it, folks. <laughs> Terry Almeida or something like that. I don't know. We got to anyway. look it up. Phil, Philip Samir, why I looked this up. Well, Philip Samir. Well, from that era, I thought you were going to go, because we did watch this show pretty often, In Living Color. Oh, yeah. So I, I feel like In Living Color didn't have enough... Um, have enough seasons. Same. Like, I have that on my list here, too. It's Terry Bollea. Terry Bollea, not Terry Schiavo. <laughs> uh, 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 but anyways, and Living Color was, you know, great sketch comedy. I think you're going to find, I've been talking about sketch comedy a lot lately, but it, it doesn't seem to last very long. And a lot, not a lot of sketch comedy shows, um, besides SNL is the longest running, clearly. But, like, not a lot of them can kind of keep steam. But, um, but yeah, and Living Color was great. The Wayans Brothers... Uh, uh, Jim Carrey, uh, just tons of great satire. Da- David Allegreer, the Fly David Girls, Allegreer. yeah, they. It was awesome. I and that one did last what five seasons or six seasons? Yeah, 
And they had the the dancers on it, right? Like, yeah, the fly uh, girls. Yeah. Fly girls, mm-hmm. right. So, I mean, um, yeah. So, I, I feel like that show, you could totally bring it back. Um, especially, you know, just a fully black cast with, like, one white boy or something. Or yeah, it doesn't, like, I mean, I don't think the race mattered. It was just, like, kind of a cool... It was in living color. That was, like, the whole point. It was that, you know... Yeah, was, but I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm saying if you bring it back today, yeah, you could... I'm, the Waynes brothers don't seem to age. I bet you there's one that's probably right now, or at least they probably have a next generation of Waynes brothers that could that could do something like this. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, just find some rubber face comedian for the Jim Carrey role, and yeah, you get yourself a show. Or bring back the cast for another season. That'd be fun too. Yeah, with Jim Carrey, I'm, <laughs> like, there's a bunch of classic characters in there, and I and again to to continue on with the sketch co- the sketch show route, like. We mentioned Chappelle's show earlier. Obviously, that only got two. I consider it two seasons. That third season is kind of a throwaway, in my opinion. Yep. Um, these these but, are all, these are all that I have, and I I would put Mad TV in there too. Mad TV had its had its times. I thought that it, it was always time. I it was always kind of the JV to the to the Saturday Night Live being the varsity, and they knew it because they'd schedule it. I think like an hour before on Saturday night, or maybe it was like the night before or something. But for a while there, it was, it was program television. Like you would, you would definitely tune into mad TV to see what, see what Stewart was doing. And there's a couple of reoccurring characters. I think, I think Seth um, Meyer's brother was on it. So it definitely yeah. just seemed like the, like the, the ugly sister show or the ugly, bro- whatever you want to call it. But it the was, JV, the JV is a great way to look yeah, at it. Yeah, no, but it was definitely good. And it lasted for a while. I thought it would I thought it would continue on, but it, it died after well, I think they had 14 seasons. So, that, so you would give you would give Mad TV a reboot? Or just have that format. Like just I think what happened was that all of the actors and or all of the characters just went on and did something else. They didn't replenish like Saturday Night Live. I feel like it could have been like they could have gone back and forth, like, okay, Mad TV's hotter now. Okay, no, Saturday Night Live. Because last, I don't know, I mean, there are people so, who would be disagree with me, but the last 10 years of Saturday Night Live has kind of sucked, if you ask me. They just, they just yeah. they're a political show now. Whereas right. Mad TV could have gone back into sketch comedy, and that would have been the cool thing. I think, I think that they were closer in stature than they gave themselves credit for. So was Mad TV? Uh, I know it was performed in front of a live studio audience. Was was it like a live thing, like SNL? Was you know you're watching it live? Was that no, I, I, I'm not even sure if it was live studio. Maybe, maybe no, but it, no, it wasn't. They would do their sketches, and they would do. It was like a. It was more of like a sitcom presented as like a live sketch. They were they were copying what Saturday Night Live was doing, but they were. I'm sure there was more than one take. It seemed. The camera work was better. There's there was less like Jimmy Fallon laughing when people would screw up. So less breaking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was it was edited, but it was still really good. And they would have shorts, and it was tied to the Mad Mad TV or the Mad Comics. So I don't know. They could have just rebranded and just done something else and just kept. I felt like they had a rivalry there for a while with SNL, but now they're gone. Yeah. No. I mean that. I think the whole sketch comedy, like that whole in front of a live studio audience thing is another is a thing of the past too um like there's sketch comedy that's coming out but it seems to be all packaged or in youtube format like single sketches that you can that you can pass around or and then there's you know going past that there's tiktok culture which we won't dabble into um but yeah sketch comedy is like a weird like it's 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 um what it is is ill-defined right now um as all the mediums yeah 
I mean, you know, I think Saturday. Imagine. I mean, Saturday Night Live just kind of has the the crown, just because there's no one else really coming after them. But I, you know, I, I'm I'm kind of over what they're what you know this wave or what this cast has been doing with like it's just political cold opens followed by you know just kind of hit or miss ideas, and it's always been hit or miss. It's just I, I think I feel like it has to do a lot with the cast, and we're living in a time too where you can't get away with a bunch of shit that you could back in the day too. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of the crown of uh, what they had the crown of uh, not stand up but uh, sketch comedy live sketch comedy I'd say HBO's got the crown of single season stuff yeah and in that they like they're they're kind of known for it beforehand so there's there's a ton of HBO stuff that you could say you wanted a second season of or something like that True. but there's probably uh, the two that I wanted to talk about I think we already talked about True yeah True Detective. Uh, there's a show called Watchmen on there, which is like a it is in a superhero universe. That's like, but it's like dark, and it's uh, <clears throat> it was just I, me, Maddie, and Jake watched it. I really liked it. I think Trent Reznor did the yeah, that's right of Nine Inch Nails did the soundtrack to it. So you know it had that element, which which really got me excited. And, and I know that it, it didn't get renewed, but the acting is great on top of um, on top of the it being like almost an anti-verse type yeah. thing, you know? Yep. No, I remember. I think it, when it came out, people, I never saw it. I'll, I'll just, you know, give that precursor. But when it came out, people were just like, oh, this is just going to be a spinoff of the Watchmen, you know, movie that was just kind of like a flop. And so I, I think because it had that name tied to it, people didn't give it a chance. But then there was almost like six months later, you heard people give it a try and they were just like, oh, this is good. I, I've always had it in my queue, but I never went back and watched it. It's very, it. I would say it's, it's, Way, I, th- I think it's a lot different than the movie. Uh, well, no, that, that's what movie. everyone was saying. Everyone, you, you yeah. are a fan of that movie because I think I, I am. Yeah, it, well, just because it's different. Like in a time where superhero movies are formulaic, it's you know it was much different, much grittier, and um, you know subject matter was a lot darker. But there's some cool, there's some cool special effects as well that I liked. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, the, I wasn't. A, the, I wasn't a fan, and I th- yeah, I just wasn't a fan. But that. that but the show, the show is like there's lots of layers and like uh, some time jumpy stuff and just kind of some interesting characters. But anyways, you'd so want like, each, so you want it to come back. You would like you. Would, I, do, I do. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I like dark. I like that anti-verse type idea. Um, and but also H. Pretty much. Again, that's just one of the many HBO shows that I feel like I could name that that are probably might be better off that they don't have more. Um, before we talked here, I reached out to Laura, our sister, and she she mentioned Big Little Lies. She wish wish mm-hmm. that there's another season of that, which you know I I can see wanting that because everyone was so damn good. Lord was Lord Dern. Um, oh, it was more than that. Yeah, Big Little Lies. It was like. Oh no no! But was it the? I'm just saying. Yeah, the, yeah. Laura Dern, uh, Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon, Nicole Kidman. I think Meryl Streep was in the last. Yeah. Was in right, the last, right. Uh, the Kravitz. Um, wasn't Zoe? Yeah, Zoe. Zoe Kravitz. Zoe Kravitz. I mean, there was just a ton, to, and then everyone who was in it was becoming famous as well. The Sarsgaard guy. Uh, I've. Oh, like, there was but. But there's a ton of like interwoven stories, and I'm kind of, to be honest, I'm kind of glad sometimes because we we could have this a, a much ex- more extensive, longer podcast on stuff that went way too long. 
like don't even get us started on stuff like the office or you know always like because like we get that's a whole nother podcast is talking about you know yeah but so but, but the office didn't get canceled though like that was just and i don't think that this other series got canceled it wasn't this is the, the big little lies that you're talking about like this is just can you get you know seven superstars schedule lineup to where we can film this in you know two or three months like that's that's the real that's the real problem and i feel like every i feel like every one of those seasons with big little eyes too has had a beginning middle and end on purpose so that they're not necessarily leaving you hanging for the next season so i think if we get another one of those it's just kind of gravy and it's not going to really be linear they're going to try to make it as linear as possible but they're they're they go for these series. They're going okay. They they go, they film them as if it's the last one they're gonna do because, I mean, you saw the you saw the show Entourage. Like it's just so hard to like line up that many people for especially for, you know, a long long uh, filming. Like but that. for something of quality though, like the way I know the way that they shoot Always Sunny in Philadelphia, they had Danny DeVito for like three or four weeks of the year, so they shoot all of his stuff here. Like I'm sure. I, I understand what you're saying. It's probably yeah, that's at a, that's at a smaller scale. Those guys all hang out together. The four, the core four. Danny DeVito, yeah. yeah, he doesn't hang out with them all the time. But it's not like everyone's knocking on Danny DeVito's door right now for you know he's not getting four major movie offers a year. I mean he probably is, but nothing that's that's better than um, Sonny. So I think that that's a little bit easier. But you're right to a smaller effect. That's that's kind of how they would go about doing that one. Mm-hmm. Um, did you have any other ones on your list that you wanted to highlight? Um, yeah, so I mean, we keep doing these HBO series, but I wanted to do one more. It was a show called How to Make It in America. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a show about uh, two guys who were uh, coming up with a clothing brand and trying to just do everything to get their retail. I think it was called like Crisp Jeans or something like that. Trying to Going through like the fashion world to, you know, get their stuff on, you know, every major outlet store, whatever. And it was just kind of an insight into the retail world and how to, you know, get your product pushed in a, in a, in a, you know, a culture that I was never, that I never really knew about. So filmed in New York City, couldn't tell you any of the actors or actresses in it, but I think it went three seasons. And at the end of the third season, it alluded to a fourth, like they had just gotten a break or they just got a setback. I can't really remember it was just it was just a well done show that I that I enjoyed. I knew it was supposed to, thought it was supposed to keep going and didn't. Did you ever get into that show? No, but I've I've heard good things. Lake Bell was one of the actresses in it. I remember that. I'm sure that I, I it's been a while since I watched it. I just remembered that I would want to watch it again. So yeah, there's a ton of HBO stuff that I still need to watch. Like I remember when I sat down and finally watched Oz, which I don't know if you watched. There, there's just well, I'm not even gonna go into that. There's just so much stuff on HBO that could like there's so many great ideas that could be recycled. But I'm glad they they usually come with the original content, yeah. which I appreciate. Um, um, a couple more that I have here. Agreed. A couple more that I have here. None that I really. I mean, I watched one of them and the other one I didn't. But they, every Google search that I had had these two listed, and that was. A uh, show called My So My So Called Life with Claire Danes and Jared Leto, Leto, and then the and the other one was Freaks and Geeks. That one just seemed to be reoccurring everywhere. I think Freaks and Geeks is what it is. I'm not dying to have another you know reunion for that. I I think it's become a classic, based off of where their where their lives. Right, it's, it's it's got its cult following. Yeah, and it was what it was like, and it's it 
it's gained popularity over the years, honestly. Yeah. Um, and then for my and, so-called life, that's just more stuff that I want. I wanted to bring it up here, but I didn't really ever watch it. So maybe, maybe I'll go back and do that, or if, hopefully it's held up. But Claire Danes, mm-hmm. Jared Leto, I don't know. That'd be if those two got into a show right now, I'd watch it. So I think this yeah, was kind of at the beginning. I of think it's careers. a little late though, because I think they're a bit younger in that show. But who- well, I'm saying if they did something else, I would watch it. So I, mm-hmm. you know, knowing what I know now about them, I might go back. Um, my but, final my final two here that I'm going to mention as we wrap up is I, I'm not sure if you've ever seen the show Party Down with Adam Scott. No, I have not. Oh, you have to watch part. There's two seasons. It's it's called Party Down. You can watch it on probably on Amazon Prime, I think, or maybe Hulu. Um, but it's Adam Scott, you know, yes, yeah. yep, the main character, um, and it's about a catering company but they're all aspiring actors out in Hollywood and they like each episode is like, uh, has, um, guest stars like, you know, Thomas Lennon, um, who's Dangle from, uh, Reno. Um, he'll be in one. And then the next one, um, you know, Rob Corddry will be in and then Rick Fox will be in the next one. So anyways, it's Rick Fox, like the basketball player, Rick Fox. Yes. Cool. Yes. So every episode has a celebrity, and uh, anyways, but um, the the show it is really really well written. It's it's kind of got a bit of a cult following itself. Um, but this is this is I would say it was around the time of Arrested Development, and again, it it, it just didn't get renewed. Um, but dude, check it out. Um, Megan Mullally's in there. Um, there's. I'm not, I'm not going to go through the whole cast because you're going to recognize a bunch of people. Yeah. Uh, and, but then my last one, which I'm going to wrap up with because I think it's the most important for me, is why I mentioned multiple times before in podcasts is The Dark Crystal, The Age of Resistance. <laughs> so this uh, is a Henson Company um, series, which they left leave you on a bit of a cliffhanger. Uh, if you're into Lord of the Rings um, and... Uh, in the Muppets, then, then uh, you need to watch this because it's it's honestly the caliber of writing is is awesome. The craftsmanship and the puppets and like everything that goes into it is awesome. But the storyline is wicked compelling too. But they leave you on a, a bit of a cliffhanger, and uh, they're not going to bring it back because it's so expensive to like have all that live action stuff and to actually have everything handmade. Like all the sets are handmade and everything is just such a crazy attention to detail, but Netflix won't renew it. Nobody will, re- or Netflix won't renew it um, again because of the the monetary undertaking. That's the first time I've ever heard of Netflix turning some turning mo- a monetary project down. So it must be For wicked real. expensive. They, they gave Adam Sandler a hundred million to to just you know basically poop on a script, four scripts in a row. So it's uh, that's that's shocking. The uh, last few for me too. Um, Fraggle Rock, as long as you're doing the Jim Henson thing. Looked back, I thought it was like a, this big thing because I remember it following the Muppets as a kid. Only one season of Fraggle Rock, um, so that that one could continue or not. Maybe not reboot, but I was just shocked to see that it got canceled so quickly. Um, the show called Gypsy with Naomi Watts. It was a Netflix show. Again. Alluded to a second season. This was five years ago. Still haven't seen it. Uh, she's a psych. She's like a psychologist um, or a therapist or one of the two, 
And, you know, it was just kind of like a cool, you know, mind, I don't even know what to call it, like a mind tricking or like a mind manipulative show that was that was good, Naomi Watts. Uh, and then two just MTV shows, sketch comedy again, the Andy Dick show, I thought, um, which was... Uh-huh. <laughs> Which is in that era where they they would give any comedic, him, Tom Green, whatever, they would give all of them shows. This was right around the time of Doggy Fizzle television. Right, right. But I loved Andy Dick and a couple of my classmates in high school, we just, it was, it was, we'd set our watches to to watch it and text and call each other after. I still have a soft spot for Andy Dick. I can't believe he's alive still. Uh, But, you know, I laugh anytime he's a cameo in anything. And then the last one we had a, a two-part podcast about was Jackass. Only got through three seasons, I think. Maybe two and a half or three three seasons. Really? We went really? through on our podcast, so go back yeah. and listen to that. They're, they found their avenue. I'm, I'm, I'm itching for more. I know Jackass 4 is coming out this year. Uh, but they found their avenues outside of television, so no need to reboot that one. Yeah, no. I mean, MTV was, was throwing out a ton of ideas in – the late '90s, early 2000s. I mean, one I, I one I thought you were going to bring up, which I know we, we both desperately want renewed, is Wild Boys. No, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. That, I put that in the Jackass era, though. Like I put that in. The yeah, era. but Pontius and Steve-O by themselves, like going out and doing crazy stuff with Manny. Like, come on, man! Yeah. I can watch that stuff. I know, I, I know. I think Peter Peter got wind of that. Like they were like jumping on. I don't think they're necessarily keeping the animals' rights in mind when they were making that show. So I think the fear of getting canceled. Yeah. Yeah, Manny's there. Right. We've got a safari guy so we can go, you know, kick this Tasmanian devil or whatever they were doing. Like, I don't even know. There's so many of those MTV shows that they could totally bring back. And there's one called... um, And it wasn't Tasmanian devil. It was... Sarcophilosatanicus. Well, sorry, I cut you off. What were you saying? Just MTV was another powerhouse of those like one or two series season shows. Like they just threw a bunch of ideas. There was, like you said, the Andy Dick show. There's uh, a show called uh, Human. Oh, what was it? It's Aziz Ansari, Paul Shear. And Rob Hoyble, they, it's called Human. Oh, what is it called? Oh, anyways, uh, that they they just threw out a ton of uh, sketch comedies. They were gonna, they were just looking for the one to land, mm-hmm. and and they never quite, you know, none of them, n- none of them caught on. Um, but yeah. but think about like that happens on network television shows too. Like there's another thing that like we kind of got into like with uh, like when I, when we were Google, we've talked about this on past podcasts too. Like. All the crap that like they they push like after the Super Bowl like oh make sure to turn turn into CBS's new show or whatever the new CSI is or whatever like it's just I just don't even register like not zero part of me would give any one of those shows a a chance and then you look at the end at the end of the year and they've all been canceled now like what they do now too they, they'll take them off of cable and they'll put them on streaming services because if they've recorded them all or if they've got the full season they'll let you watch it so they won't just like outright cancel it or they won't like outright cut it they'll put it on you know whatever you have to go on a pay app or whatever to go finish it 
but I just want to know, like, how many people are like if 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 it can't make it there, like, how many people are actually going on the pay app and finishing out some of these shows? I'm sure enough were to make it lucrative, but you know, at the end of the year, you go back, you just Google how many shows were canceled this year. There will be more canceled than than actually made it. You know what still keeps holding on is uh, the equalizer with Queen Latifah. So we we continue to eat our words on that. She can <laughs> she she continues to equalize the streets apparently. Yeah. Uh, on NBC every every Thursday. No, CBS, CBS or NBC? I don't know. I don't know. Every Thursday night at six thirty. We've learned our lesson. Don't though. mess with don't mess with the Queen. We won't. <laughs> All right. Well, that's all, all right. I. That's all I had, man. What, uh, you, you got anything else or anything else you wanted to? No. Your homework is to check out Party Down. I know you're gonna like it. It's great casts. Um, and again, all you. I'm gonna say it one last time. All you folks that like the Lord of the Rings and the Mup and the Jim Henson stuff, check out uh, Age of Resistance on right. Netflix. We'll Dark leave, Crystal. We'll, okay. we'll leave it there. Uh, let us know on social media what your favorite canceled shows were or anything that we missed as usual. Dog, it's been a blast. Peace. Slamming the stapler, punching the